So this is the last episode of the Thriving Marriage series here at the Subdivision Podcast. Yeah, and I can't believe that we're finally here. But before we move on, I am Leanna. And I'm David. If you're new here, we have started our podcast series a few months back. And there are, I think, nine episodes total. We had an introductory episode and then the eight different points that correspond with each tip. And so we hope that you enjoy it and have enjoyed it so far. And this is our last one. It's the most important one, too, as well. As well as all of the other ones. They're all important. Yeah, but this one's, this is a really fun one. But before we dive into it... Uh, we've, you know, officially had our baby. Her name is Alora Rosa Bond. Yeah. And she weighed eight pounds on October the 8th of 2023. Yeah, and so, so we're so happy we had her. And um, all the previous episodes, we were able to thankfully record it before she was born. And um, now we're recording this one because we didn't get a chance to finish them um after baby and so we're currently watching her on the monitor she's napping and it's really interesting having to try to record um after having a baby and so but we're really blessed to have her and just want to share a really quick encouragement that um she didn't come very easy for us uh we had struggled on getting pregnant for about three years and we've been married for four years now four and a half years and so um, it was a struggle for us. It was, but this is a testimony for anybody that is um, waiting for something, you know, a miracle, or something in your life to change, or someone, someone to change, or just something in your life to happen, right? And I just wanted to encourage you that just, just like Jesus said in the Gospels, He says if you pray for something and you believe it, it will happen. He says that, and so we believe for it. And she, (laughs) and yeah, she happened. And you know, with the help of our doctors and the help of um, people praying for us, and um, it wasn't just us. You know, there's many people advocating and uh, praying for us, and as well as our doctor was wonderful and really helped us figure out the root of why we couldn't conceive and so yeah i just wanted to share that and um yeah she's born now and she's currently seven weeks old and she's currently looking at it through the camera <laughs> and so um yeah so i just pulled on ahead and did into the episode yeah so you know our our love you know um for christ i think has really grown since we've gotten married i think it our love for christ was there whenever we were single and you know, um, mingling, I guess. <laughs> but I think our, our our faith has really cultivated since we've been together, since, yeah. since we've been married. I'm not saying that you have to be married or to do this to cultivate your faith, but you know, you this, start is, anytime. Yeah. this is a marriage series, so we're going to talk about this with marriage. And yeah. I will say my relationship with the Lord has, has definitely grown significantly since I've been with Leanna, and she's really helped me and pushed me, and she's really pushed us together Aww. to have a relationship with God together. And, that, and that's what's important. It's about having a relationship uh, together with the Lord and having a relationship individually yeah, as well. So we have got five really good points we're going to cover, you guys. We spend a lot of time on this outline. This outline's awesome. It's going to blow you away. And we've, we have five simple main points that we're going to go over today um, that we're going to talk to you about. And these are really, uh, you know, near and dear to our hearts. We're going to be open with you guys. And so, um, you know, but, you know, beginning to ask yourself these questions, you know. So how is your relationship with the Lord right now? Is it growing? Is it cultivating? Or is it dying and turning into dust? Can you do better for yourself? Or can you challenge and inspire maybe your spouse to do the same? Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, growing, uh, you know, growing with in your faith with each other as a married couple is a beautiful thing. And so, you know, but. Yeah. So I think one question to that we wanted to make sure we answered was how do you maintain that spiritual bond, you know, in cultivating each other's faith, right? And so, yes, we came up with five different ways. And the first one is, I think it's pretty obvious, is to read, study, and learn God's word for your own personal walk with the Lord. You know, it's super important that you yourself, your own person, um, is cultivating that personal faith with the Lord, right? Because how can you grow each other if you're not growing yourself, you know, in, in each other's faith? And so... You know, God's word is the truth that we set our foundation on. You know, just kind of just take an inventory of your own faith walk right now. Are you making time for God's word in this season that you're in? You know, the season that we're in right now. Yeah. You know, it is really hard to read and sit down his word, you know, when she's out up and about and when she needs to be fed, when she needs to be held and all of that. It's just, it, it was really difficult for the first this week. I feel like we're at the seventh week we're just now getting to a, a point where she's able to get into a better routine not not that it's perfect and not that we we expect her to be perfect but we're able to kind of make that time for ourselves and have the mental capacity you yeah. know if you're sleepy and sleep Ooh, deprived tough. it's hard to even want to you know, it's study, hard to work out, it's hard to read, it's hard yeah, to anything. do anything but your, ma- your your major function, you know, cooking and stuff like that. It's even hard to cook sometimes, but... Yeah, and so that's why the question that I said earlier is, are you making time for God's word in the season that you're in? Ooh, so if you're good. newly married, you have all the time in the world. <laughs> Don't make this Yeah, season. so get up out of the bed and read the Bible. <laughs> but, you know, in every season, you know... There are different things that happen. Like if you're, you know, having a baby or you just had a baby, you know, it's different. And you have to kind of adjust your old life. It's not going to be coming back anytime soon. You have to make room for the new you, the new couple, the new married couple. Yeah. The your new life. life. Yeah. yeah. Your life is going to be constantly developing and changing as you grow older and as you grow wiser. So but that doesn't mean that you can just push God off to the side every year you get older or every season you're, that you're in, you're, you need to grow closer to him. Actually, it's the opposite, you know? So kind of like how Leanna was saying, you know, you may not have time to sit down and read the Bible for hours, but, you know, if you can, you know, find other ways to read the Bible, there's different, there's, there's, you know, um, there's Bible on the Bible app. There's, uh, you can get a daily word. I have that on my phone, the daily word. You can turn that on through the Bible app. Bible app has a lot of good resources. Mm-hmm. You can listen to podcasts. You can listen to sermons. You know, you can, you know, read the Bible, actually physical Bible, and, you know, start to develop a relationship with God, you know? Yeah. If you don't know where to begin, there's a lot of devotionals that can help you to start. We don't really have a preference on where to start, but, um, you know, if you, you can you can start anywhere. I know it's overwhelming, but try to find a plan, you know, and stick to a plan with yourself, you know? Um, yeah. You know, if you want to start reading a chapter, read maybe five, ten minutes a day, then start going maybe 15 to 30 minutes a day and then try to get an hour in, you know, and it's not too difficult, you know, um, to be able to do that, whether it's in the middle of the day, your lunch break, in the morning, in the evening, you yeah. know, try to find time to spend time with him in prayer and in the word and it's going to dramatically, you know, impact your life and, and you're going to be able to have an open eye to what's going on yeah. around you and what's going on with yourself as well too. 
So. Yeah, I think the thing is to remember is that, you know, the devil would love for us to make excuses in our marriages to not read this word and say, oh, like, you know, I'll stiff this day. Oh, it'll be, I'll stiff the next day, blah, blah, blah. And it becomes weeks and weeks and months and months of you not even getting into the word. And that's how the devil can get into your marriage and try to separate you two. And so it's just something to be mindful of and, um, because he is real and th- there is a spiritual battle going on we are going to cover it more in the last point but um yeah he can't attack you where you're weak because you have the lack of knowledge of his word um so because his word is powerful and he gives us strength and reminds us that like god has already won and given us his salvation in our marriage and and in all of our lives and so i just a few tips for y'all you know if you're just trying to you know pick back up on reading your Bible, it, maybe you should pick a book of the Bible to start reading. I really recommend starting a new, the New Testament. The Old Testament is wonderful, but if you're just starting up again, it might be kind of discouraging for you to read like Leviticus or um, like Judges. Because it can be pretty tough to read. So just kind of start off. Just try to start in the Gospel of Matthew, Luke, John, Mark. Um, or you can read a Psalm or Proverb for that day if you don't have that much time. And just commit to five to ten minutes. That's all about acting. Yeah. Even if you can't physically read the Bible, you can listen to the Bible, listen to the Word. And so, um, and if you don't really have that desire, that's something I struggled with a few years back. I didn't have the desire to even get into God's Word. You can pray for that desire, and God will bring that burning fire in your heart for Him and His Word. It will happen, I promise you. Yeah. But you don't have to wait for it to happen. You can discipline yourself and still show up. So, that's a really important first point. I guess the second point, do you want to go ahead and start with that one? Yeah, sure. So the second point is read, study, and learn God's Word together by by doing a devotional or a Bible study. Whenever Leanne and I first started dating, we (laughs) did the Love Dare. Uh, it's called the Love Dare Dated Day by Day. We met at a coffee shop and we had coffee and we did a devotion <laughs> on our prayer. Oh, awesome. and by the way, our first date was at a coffee shop. Yeah, we love coffee. So we love coffee. <laughs> and we love Jesus too. Oh and so, you know, but, um, you know, we would, we would go over the devotional, kind of what we've learned. And I think we only did like one, I think we only did like, or maybe we did like a one at a time or we did we do like a whole seven of them. I think we only did one. What do you mean? Like we did. I think we started off doing one devotional a week, right? No, or was it every day. No, it was every day. But obviously, we didn't live together or anything, so we would either meet up or talk on the phone about what we learned. Oh yeah, it was a daily. It wasn't basis. it? was a daily thing, but we would meet up once a week, kind of like, mm. oh, like we'll do that devotional that day together. Yeah, if that makes sense. It was a beautiful thing. It was it was very sweet, and it really carried into our marriage well. You know, we have our our daily quiet time in the mornings or in the evenings. You know, currently with ourselves, and we've been actually um, doing a devotional together. But our own devotional, we've been breaking down one book of the Bible uh, at a time. So we usually read like a chapter or two of this book throughout the week, and then on Fridays we talk about it and stuff like that. We have been doing that, and then we had a baby, and then things kind of like got upside down a little bit. So yeah, we haven't really been this, doing this it. This is honestly. our confession, and you know, this is but, a way of just showing, sharing with you that we're not perfect and we're not always on top of things. But you know, yeah. at the same time, God knows our heart, and He knows our intention of wanting to uh, grow closer together with Him together. And so, yeah, we just wanted to share, like, hey, we haven't been doing this in a while, and we were reading the book of Joshua. 
And now, um, I think we're right in the math middle of the book of Joshua. And so we're going to pitch it back up. We're using the podcast episodes to keep us accountable. Yes. To y'all and to the Lord. <laughs> but it is important to, you don't have to do it once a week. If you're just strapped on time, maybe y'all can, you know, hum together once a week to talk about what you've been learning in your word, you know. Yeah, your or own do it in personal. the car together if you're, you know going to work together or something like that yeah or, like talk in the heart or um maybe if you do want to do a bible study together you can't do it weekly maybe bi-weekly or monthly you yeah y'all can like study a book of the bible together you know but on your own and then y'all can go over it together yeah. like what you've learned but Learn. we've really we've really enjoyed it together and it's kind of hard picking back up again it's very hard but you know i think once we do it we're we're really happy and, and we really grow in our faith together with the lord you know mm-hmm. with each other so yeah so if you haven't found a devotional yet go out and get one it's great or just do one in your own time or do one in your own bible you mm-hmm. know as well too so. and also the bible app they, there's tons of plans that y'all could do together yeah. like you can invite that friend or your spouse, you know what I'm trying to say? On your phone. On that plan, and y'all can do it together, and y'all yeah. can write notes about it. I've done it a few times with a few of my friends from church, but I actually, I don't think I've ever done, like, an online plan with you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I, just a recommendation if y'all like? are more techy and just want, or have less time. Yeah. It's easier to just do it on your phone when you have the extra time in your day to do it. Yeah. So point number three is we're gonna convict some of you guys. Go, go to, to church. church. <laughs> Yay! Go to church. Going to church is so crucial in your faith, you know, because we're surrounded by worldly things all the time on our phones in our life. And it's really hard to be a part of the body of Christ whenever you're not a part of the body of Christ. It yeah. makes us realize that we need people, we need community, you know, we need relationships, growing together, and being god did not design us to be alone yeah that's the most thing that is just distraught people in the past is that you know whenever you're alone it's actually worse for you than when you're around people when you're with others you know yeah around people with the same values and the same i'm not saying like oh you're only supposed to be around people that only have the same beliefs and values as you but it's just if you're trying to grow in your faith, it's just to be surrounded by those t- same type of people. Yeah. Or so. even better people that you can like grow even better with them. Yeah. So that's awesome. And, you know, and, and you know, we need to encourage you to, to go to church, to attend a church of your choice, you know, uh, to go to the events, volunteer, you know, serve. It's, it's going to really help stir that urge to to grow closer to him you know mm-hmm. with with each other and with yourself as well too you know um there's a lot of there's a lot of ministry out there there's a lot of needs and i get you can't do everything you can't do them all but no, no. pick one niche one one niche that you want to help out in and and or serving know, or serving yeah, yeah and like you know and 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 go for that yeah you know so. i think the other thing to remember um about church you know i would really recommend or even just challenge you to really try to go every week. I'm not saying this to be religious, but how can you say that a church is your home if you're not ever there, honestly? Because if we're not there, then we're not meeting people. If we're not there, then we're not you know, creating relationship or friendship or going to small group or just being challenged in your faith. And learning more about him as well too. Yeah, know? exactly. And so just I just really challenge you to try to go every week. Even if you can't go one day because someone's sick or something, that's different. But to I, I know this is something our pastor always says. He's like, 
what do you, what does he say about if your kid is, is in football or baseball or whatever? That's You'll nothing. That, that, well, he says that that's nothing to get them into the kingdom of, of God. Oh, yeah. It's nothing to get them into heaven. Yeah. Going to church and believing in the Lord will get you. <laughs> so yeah. basically, he's saying just you know just kind of look at your priorities and you know if you're out of town all the time or whatever on Sundays, then maybe it's time to really look at how you run your family and how you run your marriage. Yeah, so... Very important. <clears throat> so there's a Bible verse in Hebrews 10, 24-25. says, Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Yeah, I really love Beautiful. the Bible verses. It really kind of highlight the importance of meeting together. Yeah, that's awesome. So okay. we have uh, two more points. Point number four is going to be support your spouse in their walk with God by giving them some time and some space to be able to develop that. Yeah, I think that's a really crucial one because, you know, as we were kind of like going over the outline and kind of trying to figure out some ways to cultivate each other's faith, you know, obviously you want your spouse to have their own personal walk with the Lord, but if they don't, or they are currently struggling, you know, we're just asking you to support them by not being pushy about it, you know? I know it's kind of contradictory, but, you know, we can mean well if we're trying to, you know, push them and remind them to read the Bible, to study, and to pray, but we can also bring the opposite effect by pushing them away from God and from you. If you, you know, continue to do that, your spouse will, you know, feel bad or feel discouraged, you know, of their own personal latter pursuit of the Lord. And then, so maybe it's just time, it's, it's time for you to give them some time and some space and just be quiet <laughs> on the subject and pray for them. You know, you, you don't even have to tell them that you're praying for them. Um, you should pray for them and see the Lord work in their, in their life and you can't change them. And so, um, I feel like that, that was something I struggled with. If I, if I'm being honest, I struggled with, with David, his, I was like, oh, David, like you need to read the Bible or, oh honey, like how come you're not doing this? Or, oh, have you read the Bible today? Like, and I feel like in a way, if he's being honest, I feel like it kind of like made him feel bad. You know, if I was being too pushy about it or nagging him, like that's not a good thing, you know, as lady, as wives to be nagging our husband, especially yeah. in the areas of faith. Um, but I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, you can support them. I think this is really important. Support them is the best way to do it. Support them when they actually do pursue the Lord. Yeah. Here's an example. If you see them singing, singing a worship song on their own, be excited for them. Like, hey, I love that song. Or if you see them reading the Bible, praise them for it. Hey, I'm loving that you're reading the word. Like, what what are you reading right now? Or when they actually show interest on attending something from the church, you know, like a men's group or a small group of something, you know, find ways for them to go and get excited for them to go, you know. The positive response and the support will give them the biggest boost yeah. to keeping, to keep pursuing the, the Lord and keep cultivating their own faith. Yeah, that's awesome. So there's another Bible verse here. It's going to be Colossians three sixteen. 
Uh, it is let the message about Christ and all of its riches, richnesses, richness <laughs> fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to the to God with thankful hearts. Yeah. That's beautiful. So, you know, uh, kind of how Leanna was saying, you know, praise your spouse. Maybe challenge them a little bit, but then yeah. praise them. But don't challenge them too much or don't be too pushy because you might just push them away. Yeah. You know, um, push them away. But but also, too, one other thing that's that's also good is, you know, a lot of times, you know, if you have kids and stuff, they all say, oh, well, lead by, lead by your actions, not by what you say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So, you know, like, you know so, I mean, that's just, that's just for what it is. You know, if you really want your spouse to do something or you really feel like that they need to get in the word, well, you need to get in the word first. Start showing your your spouse, like, hey, like, it, it's okay to get in the word. You know, yeah. it's okay to be vulnerable and exposed and stuff to the Lord and, you know, pray to him and stuff, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a good holding point. Holding back your, uh, your feelings and just going to each other. It's not enough. You have to go to the Lord. And we talked about that in the last episode. You have to listen to it. But yeah. Oh, the previous episode? Yeah, the previous one. Yeah. We, we discussed a lot about that, about, you know, going to God instead of going to each other. I mean, going to each other is great, but you have to go to God, you know. Yeah. Go to him first. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really important that you say that the whole um, action thing. Like, like if you really want your spouse to grow in their faith, like, show it to them, like, show that you're doing it, show that you're praying, show that you're reading the word, show them that you're listening and worshiping the Lord, you know, um, that, yeah. that, that's a really good point, I, I didn't think can, about that, and it can apply to, and that, that actually can apply to a lot of things, a lot of things can apply to that, you know, not just biblical things, but, like, life things, you know, you want to, show, show by example, show by example, you know, but, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of what that's all about, hmm. Well, that one was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our last point, um, you want to Sure, say I'll, it? I'll do over it. So the last point, number five, is prayer. Pray for each other, with each other, and over your marriage and your home. So this is a very important one because prayer, like following the Lord without prayer is not even anything at all. A prayer is a way to connect with him, right? And you can advocate for your spouse and advocate for your marriage and advocate for your kids and your home and to ward off any spiritual enemies that's around trying to attack you where you're weak. And yeah, it's just really important. So praying for it with your spouse can be a very deep and meaningful act of faith and love. You know, just focus on their desires and feelings from the heart and the soul and the mind. You know, just share your prayer requests with each other and your feelings as well. Because your spouse may be going through something that you may have not even had a clue about, you know? Or maybe it's a share prayer. Just like we shared at the beginning, it was a um, a share prayer of ours to conceive a child and have a baby. And so that was something we, you know, it really brought us closer together a lot. It really, you know, challenged our faith and stretched our faith together and, um, and personally. And so, yeah, just share that. You know, if you're both going through something together in your marriage, like maybe something financial, something, um, you know, career, or like if you're looking for a job, like all these things, you know, that's going to be something y'all both pray about together, and that can really bring you closer together. Yeah, Um, that's beautiful. Yeah, uh, you know, prayer is very powerful, whether it's you're praying by yourself, you're praying praying with your spouse, you're praying with your kids, you know, prayer is, is... a way that we connect with God. Mm-hmm. It's our connection point. It's like our 
it's phones, I guess, bad bad analogy, but it's like our phones that we can make a call. You want to call God up? That's the way to do it is by is by praying. Mm-hmm. You know, and to to pray, you know, is a couple of things. You know, um, whenever you pray, you know, uh, you know, praying is not just being a selfish human and just asking for things, things you want. Oh, Lord, you know, I, yeah. I need this. I need this. You know, prayer is more like discussing your feelings. Like, hey, Lord, I feel I feel this way about this, or or I I'm struggling I, with struggling it. with this. Yeah, like talk to him like you would talk to your best friend or something. That's what he wants. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. want you to go out asking him for a bunch of stuff. I mean, how would you feel if somebody yeah. was asking you for a bunch of stuff all the time? I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, that you'd feel used and abused and all this other stuff is not fun. Yeah. But, you know, it's a way that that God and you can connect, you know? Yeah. And there's other reasons. There's other things to, to like, connect on. But that's that's one of the main ways is through is is through prayer and sometimes we can get busy you know our life can get busy and yep. our lives can go into a spiral a roller coaster and we don't have time for prayer and all sorts of stuff but you know but find a way to pray um, to pray to the Lord you know and he'll 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 listen to you and then, yeah you know, and, and yeah I think the other thing to remember is like I said at the beginning is this is also a way to combat any spiritual battles that's going around through the power of God in the name of Jesus. Because, you know, it says in First uh, Peter uh, 5, 8 through 9, it says, Stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. And so a way to do that is through prayer. You know, just praying, you know, over your spouse daily, praying over your kids daily, and just, you know, just, you know, just have the power in the Holy Spirit, you know, around them, surrounding them. Pray over your home that your ho- the Holy Spirit is in your home all the time, fighting your battle, f- fighting the spiritual battle around you. And so the only way that he can get to us, you know, the devil, is that if we're not staying alert, if we're not staying vigilant in prayer all the time. And so, like, like he said, you know, I forget to pray sometimes. And so I've noticed on those days that I don't really pray or just weeks that I don't pray I just struggle I have less patience and I forget the goodness of the Lord and what he's done in my life and I forget um to be thankful and I forget the eternal like purpose of why we're here why we follow him and so yeah prayer is so important I know we keep saying that over and over so there are uh, three reasons that prayer is so important it brings you closer to God and to your spouse it fights against any spiritual enemies attacking you in your marriage and your home. And it brings an alignment to God and his will and his eternal purpose. So let's try to stay persistent in our prayer life and see God work in your life and in your marriage together, in your home and your community. Amen. That was beautiful. Um, do we have anything else to add with this? If you do. Um, I think that that's pretty much all that we can think of you know like um you know putting god first is super important you, we want you guys to have a thriving marriage and you know and prayer is super important to do that with connecting your your spouse you your spouse and god holy spirit jesus everything connecting them all together prayer is prayer is very powerful we've had a lot of prayers in our marriage so far and some of them haven't been answered all yet but that's okay some of them have been some big ones have been answered which is amazing and we've gone to gone to the Lord with you know things we struggle with and stuff like that. And always is always a, a big relief to know that that God is out there for you. He cares about you. 
he wants you he wants you to connect with him you know um so yeah but yeah so one other thing i just looked up kind of crazy but so um this episode is our 85th episode and we started this podcast november 25th 2019 so we've been podcasting for four years now oh my god and we're we're recording this on november 29th is that right oh my god so we've had four years 85 episodes that's not bad that's that's pretty crazy it's been a lot of fun and And there's been a lot of um we call it uh evolving like we started out differently we changed some stuff we changed some stuff again and now we're here (laughs) you know because you know we we had taken a really long break uh last year so we had recorded our last episode and released it last october 2022 we just started coming out with episodes again like back in like august i think yeah so we did oh. take a little bit of a break yeah yeah we took a little break and then that's when we ended up getting pregnant and so we're glad that we took that break <laughs> yeah it was much needed with lots of prayer yeah and so i just wanted to go over the i think the seven or eight different you know ways of having a thriving marriage if you are interested or this is the first episode you listen to the first one is the foundation of marriage submission respect and love the second one is invest in your marriage the third one is watch your mouth and shut your heart the fourth one is the pursuit of your spouse never stops the fifth one is don't compare your spouse to others fight discontentment and social media and the sixth one is your spouse is not god and the seventh one is the one you're listening to. So if any of those interest you, this is your first episode that you're listening to the podcast series, go back and listen to them. Go through each one and maybe you can study it. You can kind of journal like any question that we shared or any thought or any Bible verses. But this was such a fun podcast series. We can't believe this is the last one. And this episode is the last one for this year. For 2023. Yep, it's the last so, one. So we'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next year. And next year in 2024. Woo! We're excited for 2024, and um, yeah. So we'll see you next year, and we love y'all so much, and we're praying for y'all. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.